0: Hello, this is Prophetess Deanna Benson, and I am your very excited conversationist for Just Talk. Welcome. Welcome. I am so excited to have you tune in with us on today. Uh, If you are a regular listener, you rock. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in again. If this is your first time, hey, hit subscribe from wherever you're listening from. Hit subscribe, and I pray that you will uh, tune in with us and become a regular listener and join our growing listening audience. Please, please, please subscribe and leave us a review. Thank you guys for being so faithful. I couldn't do this without you. And I thoroughly enjoy our conversations. I enjoy your feedback. Uh, thank you for your feedback. And again, thank you. I Thank you for giving me the opportunity to add fuel to your faith on a weekly basis. It is my pleasure. Well, I'm ready to jump right in to today's conversation. You ready? Yes, sure you are. I'm ready. Let's talk. Well, today I have um, the task. I'm trying to um, gather myself and see how to go about this um, because I'm I'm having, well, I've been given a word. And um, so today I'm going to share with you prophetically today a word that I believe that God has given me to share for such a time as this. And I'm uh, kind of stumbling because I'm looking over my notes and I have it kind of written out in bits and pieces. And I've been praying uh, to be able to convey this the way that God has given it to me uh, with clarity for such a time as this. And so I'm looking at uh, which way to take because I want to be sure that I express this the same way uh, that he has laid this, um, on my heart to share. Um, this word is for, again, such a time as this, uh, with so many of our current events, I've been praying and I'm sure many of you or I hope you too have been praying, um, just to see God, to see God, to hear God, to, uh, be able to perceive, uh, what's happening in the Spirit. Uh, Hopefully you've been praying, seeking God for direction, uh, even in your prayers on how to pray. We're living in such a time, it's necessary that we know how to pray and not just pray uh, from our own understanding, Uh, but know that we will perceive through the Spirit so that we can pray according to the Spirit and even pray in the Spirit. Uh, You know, in those times that we know not how to pray or what words to say, but that we make intercession uh, with our heavenly language even. And this is this is that time. This is that time to be fine tuned. This is that time to be um, serious, serious and intentional uh, about your place in the kingdom as a man of God, as a woman of God, uh, knowing that God has need of you. Uh, This is not it's not about your title or anything like that. No, but you as a blood bought trophy of his grace as a child of God, an heir. um, It's it's a a co-heir, a joint heir uh, with Christ, uh, one that's seated in heavenly realms, uh, his chosen people, his royal people, um, his beloved. It's important that you embrace your role and your significance in the kingdom um when is the last time that you considered that your voice like matters your prayers right now the bible says that the fervent effectual prayers of the righteous they avail much you are the righteous you are the righteous and you can impact territories and realms you know that 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 you've yet to um uh physically be a part of you can impact and infect affect and and change transform and uh bring you know reform reformation excuse me um to these these areas and it's you know you're needed let me just say that uh for for the lack of better words um because i'm trying to express this and (laughs) you're needed you're needed you are needed and I need to tell you that you're needed. Last week we talked about remember why you breathe. You're needed. Your place, your prayers. You're needed. You're needed for more than what you can see around you. You need. You're needed for more than what affects you. You're needed. So that's 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 my first order of business to uh, remind you who are listening that you're needed. And I pray that you are on your post and that you are manning your post with passion. And diligence and faithfulness and that you will not take down off of your post because you are needed. Right now, um, as I uh, pursue to share with you what God has given me, it's important that we understand that the times that we're in, though these are not times that we have experienced before, but that we're not taking them lightly, um, but that we're perceiving them again through the Spirit What's on my heart to share today, uh, for one, is to um, bring our attention even more so. I think that our attention needs to be secured uh, in the reality that we are enduring some times right now that again and and i've said this before and and just kind of go with me here i'm trying to make this plain we are in what we're enduring right now again it needs god's people focused and in the spirit it needs he needs he needs us in the spirit we are called to remain in the spirit so let me just put that out there again i pray i pray we got to come out of you know carnality and, and in our flesh in in our, our little stuff that we got going, that's distracting us, and these weights that are so easily besetting us, we it is important uh, that we aligned ourselves in the spirit. This is what the the spirit of the Lord. That this is this is. Let me try to share this uh, the way that He's given it to me uh, to speak and to the people of God for such a time as this we understand that the gates of hell have released a very aggressive violent demonic attack of death and destruction across this world we are enduring a um very 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 um uh, intense time of warfare in this not just naturally but in the spirit realm there's great warfare that is going on but again what is what we are experiencing is from a very demonic attack um these things that we are seeing in the natural it was first devised in the unseen world by principalities and demonic forces and the present realities of covid and these racial you know political systematic um, uh, issues of injustice and division and all the chaos—it was all, you know, imposed and 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 birthed out of spiritual wickedness. It's very dark. It's evil. It's deadly. And it is imperative that we are aware and spiritually fine-tuned in the time that we are in right now. You can't afford not to be in tune. You can't afford uh, to have your focus stripped by these little minute things and these little you know cycles and games that the enemy is playing no um it is important it is important it is imperative that we are and we we remain we are postured intensely and intentionally in the spirit listen to this relating responding reacting or even receiving from the realm of our human understanding in this time to say the least is very reckless yes you are acting very recklessly if as a believer at such a time as this that you if you are relating responding reacting or receiving from the realm of your human understanding or from a carnal place place of your emotions your will or uh, what you seeing you know with, with your eyes apart from faith John 16:33 and uh 16:33 Jesus says this to his disciples he says i have told you these things so that you will have peace in me our peace is it comes from him he says here on earth you will have many trials and sorrows but take heart because i have overcome the world he already spoke that we will have many trials. We will have many sorrows. It's a part of life. There is a level of enduring trial, tribulation, and suffering, people of God, that we cannot escape. It's a part of being in this world. But He says, be of good cheer or take heart because I have overcome the world. Our peace. Our peace is found in our Savior. Our safety is found in our Savior. Our life is found in our Savior. Apart from that, apart from our Savior and a life, a life anchored in faith, uh, we have no hope. Simply put, we have no hope. We have no refuge. We have no help. We have no help in these times. We have no help in these su- in this suffering. We have no help. We have no safety. We we are we are out here alone. We are in danger. We are in great danger, um, and we will be caught in the fire, or 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 caught by victims of um, this very violent attack of death and destruction. That is the assignment death and destruction it is prompted by uh many different agendas but the ultimate goal is death and destruction and people of god we have no other protection we have no other help we have no other hope but in jesus as our savior so i pray that if you are listening to this right now and if you don't know him as savior like that you haven't really committed your life to him that you don't delay the time is now to give god your heart give god your life to 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 get real to get real and give God a real surrender. The time is now to stop straddling the fence. The time is now to 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 bring your your whole self in. The time is now, people of God, those of you who are you know living lukewarm and you're not really sure what you want to do or how you want to do it, or you know confessing Him you know with your lips but not really surrendering with your heart. Uh, you know the time is 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 now. He's calling you now, he's calling your heart now. Again, I pray that if you're listening to this and you don't know him as savior, and if you have just confessed him but have not yielded your heart, your heart to him, that you will do so today. He loves you with an everlasting love and it is imperative, it is important that you yield him your life. Because the enemy is coming for blood his assignment is what it's always been to kill to steal and destroy and we have a tendency to um have the spirit of i can get to that later and the 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 spirit and the attitude of i can get to that later is uh um causing much demise and it's it's the reason why a lot of uh, you know people are suffering unnecessarily right now because we have the attitude of I can get to that later. No, the time is now. The time is now. I have to say that the time is now. But I need to read to you this prophecy um, or this word, I'll say, that God shared with me on March 26 concerning the coronavirus as I move forward to make this even more plain. So as it relates to the coronavirus and this, this, well, let me say this, this word that I Am giving you is what God has given me for what we're enduring right now as I share with you this very violent, very, very violent, aggressive, demonic attack of death and destruction that uh, th- th- in this war that the enemy has waged all across the world. The world. When is the last time we've all suffered with something, you know, a virus or something, the, the whole world at one time? Um, When is the last time that we've experienced, um, even as what has been prompted by the recent injustices, and I'll talk about that in just a second, but when is the last time that we've experienced, you know, one that affected pretty much at this point, the world? Both, Both are a part of this agenda of the enemy, this war that he's waged in the land. And it is important that we open up our eyes and perceive these things through the Spirit. And again, align ourselves to the will of God and be led by the Spirit. But let me share this with you, what God gave me on March 26 concerning the coronavirus. Corona, Spanish for crown. The number 19, we know it's COVID-19. The number 19 is a number of faith, order, judgment, and surrender. Satan, he's the prince of the air. Jehovah God. King, almighty, king of nations, king of kings, king eternal, king of glory, king of heaven. This is what the king says. Just as this pandemic that has affected the world has compromised the air, Satan seeks a crown. Panic has been induced. Fear has gripped nations. Yes, Satan seeks a crown. However, the kingly rule of God, of the God of armies has already dethroned him. He is already defeated. He is powerless even now. He cannot rule, though seemingly he has has already dominated. He has not. He is defeated and will always be. Don't crown him with panic. Don't crown him with fear. Don't crown him with agreement. The crown, the crown that he seeks. I wear the crown. I am the king of glory. The king of glory shall come in. He shall conquer. Remember, even in this, my sons and daughters, you are seated with me in heavenly realms. Again, the number 19, a number of faith, order, judgment, and surrender. So have faith. I am a righteous judge. Surrender your heart to me. You are safe in me. You are victorious in me. So I say to you, my sons and daughters, shelter in place. Yes, shelter in place. The dwelling place in which I have given you to occupy, the heavenly realm, shelter in place. In the secret place of the Most High God, I am king. I am king to my kingdom and to my kingdom there shall be no end. Yes, my child, shelter in place. Revelations nineteen eleven and 6. Then I saw heaven opened and a white horse was standing there. Its rider was named Faithful and True, for he judges fairly and wages a righteous war. His eyes were like flames of fire and on his head were many crowns. A name was written on him that no one understood except himself. He wore a robe dipped in blood and his title was the word of God. The armies of heaven dressed in the finest of pure white linen followed him on a white horse. From his mouth came a sharp sword to strike down the nations. He will rule them with an iron rod. He will release the fierce wrath of God, the Almighty, like juice flowing from a winepress. On his robe at his thigh was written this title, King of all kings and Lord of all lords. Ephesians 2, 1-10 through 10. As for you, you were dead in your trans- transgressions and sins. It is by grace that you've been saved, and God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in heavenly realms in Christ Jesus, in order that in the coming ages he might show the incomparable riches of his grace, expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. For it is by grace that you've been saved, through faith, and this is not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not by works so that no one can boast. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ to do good works in which God prepared for us in advance to do. So my child, shelter in place. In the place of your sonship, the place of your given authority, the place of your protection and and safety. Refuse shelter from any other source. Know that I am God. I wear the crown and you, my beloved, I have given you a seat. Don't move, stand firm shelter in place. Psalm 91, those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God, and I trust him, for he will rescue you from every trap and protect you from deadly disease. He will cover you with his feathers He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and protection. Do not be afraid of the terrors of night, nor the arrows that fly in the day. Do not dread the disease that stalks in darkness, nor the disaster that strikes at midday. Though a thousand fall at your side, though ten thousand are dying around you, these evils will not touch you. Just open your eyes and see how the wicked are punished. If you make the Lord your refuge, if you make the Most High your shelter, no evil will conquer you. No plague will come near your home, for he will order his angels to protect you wherever you go. They will hold you up with their hands, so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. You will trample upon lions and cobras. You will crush fierce lions and serpents under your feet. The Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who trust in my name. Then they call on me. I will answer. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue and honor them. I will reward them with a long life and give them my salvation. Shelter my child in place. That word again he gave me uh, to share. And it's posted on my pinned to the top of my Facebook page. My ministry page. Which is given to me on March the 26th. This is what uh, God says um, concerning what we are enduring right now the enemy is uh warring in the air we know that covid 19 is known as a respiratory illness um and in our recent events um going on right now in the midst of this pandemic that we're trying to catch our breath um in uh literally and figuratively um We have been uh, faced with this uh, grave injustice, this very unfortunate um, situation with Mr. George Floyd. I'm sure everyone that's listening, you've heard of this situation where um, a white police officer pressed his knee into the neck of a um, black man, uh, a handcuffed um, black man and kept his knee into his neck for uh, eight minutes and 46 seconds um, leading to his death. Um, before Mr. Floyd died, he uttered the words, I can't breathe. Uh, those words were also the words that were uttered by uh, Mr. Eric Gardner, um, who also died at the hands of a white police officer, a black man, uh, died at the hands of a white police officer who he was suffocated um to his death and he too uttered the words i can't breathe and our uh world all 50 states have responded um in protest many peaceful but in many states uh very very unpeaceful um riots uh rage anger sadness grief you know um just so much you know disparity uh just it's it's naturally what we're enduring you know it's it's a very sad very 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 sad place black men are uh, you know suffering mentally mentally and um emotionally not knowing how to feel um feeling you know demeaned and you know unappreciated and and Some, you know, no value, you know, feeling helpless because no one, you know, acts to be black and uh, in a world where our race has been um, devalued and um, taken for granted. And, you know, have suffered such oppression and inequality, injustice, you know, blatant disrespect, disregard, disloyalty, dishonor, you know, all of this on a, on a daily basis, you know, just with um, not just being put over by police, but as it relates to, you know, your, your every day on your job, whether you're a man or a woman, many of you listening, you've had experiences, you know, just working, working, that you know that your blackness has been um, the cause or, you know, the 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 reason for you know the way someone responded to you or a question you were asked or a position you didn't get or you know your page just something um that you know that was prompted by uh you being a black man or a black woman and this is a very common situation it's something that's been going on for hundreds of years i think that um as far back as we can reach into our black history um it, we we see the uh, company of injustice and prejudice and, and just great suffering as a culture. And so this is a very relevant issue that's going on, a very serious issue that's going on. And one, again, that um, needs attention, needs great attention. And there's some great changes that need to be made. But I need to uh, speak with uh God's children, men uh, and women who are listening, who uh, name the name of Jesus and who are called out of this darkness and into his marvelous light and uh, who now are born again, um, taking on the sonship of our creator. We have to be careful as we are aware of what's going on in the spirit. What I shared earlier, our need to pray. I need to um, be aware, to be spiritual, spiritually sound, spiritually spiritually led, and spiritually fed. In such a time as this, the enemy has waged war—a very demonic, violent war—has been waged against us, and this is a war of death and destruction. And this death, this—I mean, this this assignment has come for the demise of the land ultimately to take life not just things not just the economy not just your finances but the lives we see that in the numbers the said numbers of COVID we see that in these said injustices and just in this uh, during these riots and protests there have been many that have died in the last I think it's been about I'm not sure about two weeks now we've been dealing with this several have died many that did not make the news and some that did there have been officers that have died there have been other black men that have died there have been men of other races that have died there have been bystanders that have died there have been elderly that have died there's been young men that have died there's been um I believe uh, at least one woman I think I heard about that died during these protests and again um uh, In the light of seeking justice for Mr. George Floyd and many and the many, it's not just George Floyd, the many um, that have made the news and that people know about in their communities. But there are also those who have not been heard. There are those stories that we won't ever hear because it was done in secret. And there are those that uh, were done not in secret and they just so happened didn't make the news. But in the face of all of this. We have to see, and uh, it, is in, it is my mission to um, share with you that it is not by chance that we are enduring both of these at the very same time. They are both prompted by the same evil spiritual wickedness that has come to kill and destroy. In light of these events and this is where you have to hear me through the spirit we know that the words that George Floyd mentioned were i can't breathe and you know i know as men and women you know it it just puts a dagger in your heart when you think about what he was going through and that he this you know big strong black guy you know was down under the knee of a uh a, uh a, a white man with, 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 with an evil heart, with an evil heart who wrestled not against flesh and blood, but uh, who housed the presence of a very evil um, spirit and you know did this through a very evil heart. He says, "I can't breathe." And with no mercy, no response, uh, the gentleman keeps his, hand, his knee on his neck. Those words have sparked outrage, heartache, grief. You know, the world is on fire um, in many different ways from those words. They're t shirts, you know. We've said them, we've hashtagged them. um, And we're seeking justice. We want to be heard and we're standing up for justice. Justice has its place. Justice is the will of God. Justice is. The will of God. I have to uh, make that clear that I believe, and the Word makes it clear that justice is the will of God. Micah 6 and 8 says this He has told you, O man, what is good, and what does the Lord require of you but to do justice and to love kindness and to walk humbly with your God. Again, I thoroughly believe that justice is the will of God. We as His children, we are to love what He loves and hate what He hates. He loves justice. He requires that we love justice and that we love kindness and that we walk humbly. So to seek justice, again, I want to just make that clear as I move forward that it is the will of God. I I firmly believe that the scripture supports that. I firmly believe that it is the responsibility of God's people, his church, to bring heaven's rule into the earth. The rule and the order of the kingdom of God um, and by prayer, again, and being led by the spirit, using our power and our influence uh, through the Spirit to establish uh, uh, Heaven's will and, and, and to bring it into the earth. And so I believe that this does give us permission and not only permission, but a responsibility to actively involve ourselves into the matters of our communities and you know, the legislations, the laws and uh, systems and et cetera, you know. Um, but all by being led by the Spirit all by being led by the spirit and as he leads us into, uh, territories and, 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 places and seats. And, um, you know, his, his, his purpose through our purpose and where he has assigned us, you know, in the earth, um, caring to carry out, um, kingdom assignment, releasing it in the earth again to ultimately bring heaven's rule, um, in the earth. I'm just trying to kind of make that clear. Um, And the purpose of God. So again, I believe that this not only gives us permission, but it does give us an act of responsibility to play our part in that. But as I was sitting um, Sunday preparing to uh, listen to the instructions of my pastor, who is my husband, um, we had a prayer meeting with our church on Sunday night and I was sitting ready to listen and engage in the meeting on, uh, that he was having or that we were having with the church uh, that evening and as he started the meeting as soon as he started the meeting uh, the Spirit of the Lord uh, fell upon my heart and began to talk to me and I grabbed my phone and went to my notes because it just came out of nowhere like it just hit me in the spirit um, God began to give me instructions and uh, this is what he he said to me in that time he says tell them to change their language Tell them to stop saying I can't breathe. It's a trick of the enemy to engage my people in strengthening his calls, for he has come to take life. He says, in the pursuit of justice, many don't realize that in an effort to honor and stand for what they believe in, they have disregarded what they also believe about the power of words. It is not by chance that COVID and this injustice at the same time have impacted the world. Both assignments intended for death and destruction. Both have waged war on the breath of man. God says, it is my breath breathed into man that has caused him to be a living being. It is my death that secured life that can no longer be taken by any enemy. Because of me, you breathe. The enemy has come to take life. The breath of many people he has come to take. Don't agree with him. We have, we are the people. We the people, I'm sorry, we the people of God must reclaim the sacred institution of the church as well as the purpose of the church by being spirit-led and spirit-responsive in everything that we do here on earth. If we are going to bring heaven's rule into the earth, we must be spiritually responsive. We must be spirit-led and spirit-fed. The passion for our culture cannot cause us to pursue godly results with carnal actions. Our stand cannot blur the lines of the principles found in the Word of God. Because of the power and dominion that we have been given, our words, our confessions, are our possessions. What we speak, we bind to us. The enemy has a death decree in hand. We must secure hearts to the Father at this time. It's important that we secure hearts to the Father through Jesus Christ. This is a time to preach Jesus. He is for justice, but we must preach Jesus. We cannot preach culture and lead a heart to Jesus. Teach the Word of God. Build strong believers and speak life. The enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy, but I am come that you might have life and life more abundantly. There is injustice in the world. There is an evil racial war, an ancient demonic agenda of racial supremacy. Yet, I told you I was king. I am king of all kings. I will dismantle. I will dismantle every kingdom that is not of my kingdom there is an evil war that you must not partake in outside of the spirit yet i am your truth i have given you life i have binded a promise to you and your children and your children's children's children Yes, you can breathe, my son, my daughter, you can breathe, you will breathe. Don't agree with Satan's agenda by confessing the words pronounced by the plight of his evil intent. Our culture cannot have precedence over our kingdom identity. Speak life, my son and my daughter. Be aware, be aware My son, my daughter, let not your emotions, let not your connections, let not your understanding lead you to pursue with passion aside from my spirit. I am with you and I am your God. I am God for your community. I am God for your people. I am God. I am God. Righteousness is my will and I am God and I will fight for you. I will fight for you, says God, but remain in the spirit. Watch your words. Be careful in what you speak. Yes, you can breathe. Do not agree with the enemy. For it was his intent that gave birth to those three words that were uttered by George Floyd, Eric Gardner, and many others that we never heard say those words by many others who died in hospitals recently with this very 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 violent agenda of the enemy to bring death death is an enemy he's come to take life he's come to take breath do not agree with him says God I need to share with you these scriptures we know that proverbs eighteen, twenty, twenty-one says a man's stomach will be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth he will be satisfied with the consequences of his words death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it and indulge it will eat its fruit and bear the consequences of their words and bear the consequences of their words words are both powerful and important to god we must remember that proverbs 13 and 3 whoever guards his mouth preserves his life he who opens wide his lips comes to ruin david prayed this in psalm 19 and 14. let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight o lord my rock and my redeemer Colossians 8 3 and 8 I'm sorry but now you must put them all away anger wrath malice slander and obscene talk from your mouth God says remind them that your wrestle is not with flesh and blood remember that your wrestle is with principalities powers rulers in dark places what we have experienced particularly with the injustice it hurts it hurts the distress that we could have as our sons leave the house as our husbands leave the house, as you know you as a man you leave or just as a black woman because we can't forget Sandra Bland these realities, if we didn't have confidence that we would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living, could cause us to faint. But we believe, therefore we speak. And we have to speak according to the word of God. I encourage you not to be intimidated, I encourage you not to be influenced, and I encourage you not to be provoked by your blackness. Or even your whiteness, if you're you're listening and, and you're white. I encourage you not to be provoked into saying what the world wants you to say. We are the people of God. We are his people and as his children, it is our duty to keep our ear to his heart and say only what we hear coming from his heart. And though he loves, I believe, I believe George Floyd obviously was somebody special to God. He has awakened in so many ways the world. He made a great impact. His name is known across the world. And I have no doubt that he's loved by God. But as God has given me to share what he's given me to share, I have no doubt. That it is not the will of God that we confess that we can't breathe, but that we speak life in the face of this injustice, in the face of what we know we're wrestling with, in the face of this pandemic that we're enduring, and in the face of what else it is we might endure. 2020 is not over. And I feel in the spirit that the enemy is not done. I'm not sure if we've seen the worst of it by way of, you know, I don't know, the injustice or COVID or what or something else. I'm not sure that we've seen the worst of it. But we have protection and we have a comforter. Our comforter is the Holy Spirit. He comforts us and he protects us. We have a word that has warned us It has given us caution, yet it has given us counsel, and it has given us comfort. We must abide by them all, cling to them all, as we are spirit-led and spirit-fed. Yes, you can breathe. And I speak to those who are listening that, apart from these situations that um, I've been led to share God's heart in, those of you that have been going through your own situations, yes, You've been feeling that, that those fiery darts in your own situations, your stuff, things that concern you. I speak life to you right now in the name of Jesus. Yes, you can breathe. Those of you that have been feeling like you're suffocating under depression and oppression, I speak life to you. Yes, you can breathe. Those of you that have been suffocating up under sadness and tormenting thoughts. Yes, you can breathe and uh, uh, that you, you've been feeling the very uh, uh, fiery, fiery warfare of the enemy that's coming for your life. I speak life. You shall live and you shall not die. And yes, you can breathe. You shall breathe. I declare the word of the Lord over you right now that you shall breathe. You shall live and you shall breathe. I speak the word of the Lord over you to remind you that uh, he, he holds you and he is for you. He is with you. He says, have I not told you? Be of good courage. Be of good courage. Don't be dismayed. For the Lord, your God, I will go with you wherever you go. I am with you, says God. I am for you, says God. Yes, I am for righteousness. Yes, I am for justice. Yes, yes, I am with you. Yes, I see. And yes, I care, says God. Keep your eyes. Keep your eyes upon me, says God, and know that my eyes are upon you. Keep your ear to my heart and know that I am listening to your prayers. Don't lose focus in the face of the pressure. Don't lose focus in the face of the distractions. Don't lose focus. Stay fine tuned with me. Don't do what's popular. Do what I require, says God. Don't buy into the influences of the enemy. Be spirit-led and be spirit-fed. As you rest in my truth that I am with you and I will be with you always, even until the end of the world. I pray God's peace over your heart. I pray peace over your mind. I pray peace now to every heart that's listening, peace. And as we stand, against injustice and stand up for justice. May it be your prayer, may it be your conversation, that your brothers, your sisters, your black men, your black sons, breathe in peace as you let them know that yes, you can and you will continue to breathe. That you will not die up under The pressure and oppression of the enemy. Speak life, says God. Because even those three words, even those three words in the ear of the weak, induce panic, fear, and anxiety. We have to speak life. Many of our black men right now are going crazy because of those three words. We have to be the voice of life. We have to be the voice of comfort and we have to be the voice of peace. I encourage you that after you listen to this, someone that you care about, your black friends, your black sons, whoever, send someone a text, send them a message and tell them, yes, you can and you will breathe and encourage them to look to Jesus who is the author and the finisher of our faith and encourage them to just breathe. God is with us and he's for us. And I end in saying, I know it might not be popular right now, and I don't know, some of you may stone me (laughs) after this word but we have to keep kingdom over culture. We have to keep kingdom over culture. We are the just and the just shall live by faith. We are God's people. He loves us. For God so loved the world that he gave His only begotten Son. Whosoever shall believe on him shall not perish, but shall have everlasting life. Whosoever, that includes all of us. May you seek God. May you seek his way. May you seek his truth. May you seek his understanding. May you trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. Remember, relating, responding, reacting, or even receiving from the realm of your human understanding is reckless. Seek life, speak life. Be spirit-led and spirit-fed. In this world, you'll have trouble, but be of good cheer. Your God, your Savior, has overcome the world. And in Him, you have peace. May that peace be with you. And may it be from that peace that you breathe. And that you continue to speak life. The world needs it. God bless you. God keep you. And this is how the Just talk.